Welcome to the Human Flourishing Project. I'm your host, Alex Epstein. Well, it's the Human Flourishing Project, but as you might be able to tell, I am sick. So, uh, I that now some people regard that as as a good thing. I was reading a book recently by a psychiatrist, and he talked about how some people love being sick because it's the one time that they don't have to take responsibility. And I couldn't really relate to that. I've seen people do that, but uh, I guess I can take advantage of it now. So if, if today's episode sounds weird or incoherent, I will just blame it on being sick. Now, um, since I am sick, I don't want to talk too much, particularly because my throat is sore and I have a very bad history of trashing my voice and that causes lots and lots of problems particularly if one does public speaking for a large portion of one's living. Uh, but I, I thought I like to share at least something every week, even if it's small. So this week I want to share uh, something I've thought about for a while, and it's, an, it's a concept that's benefited me for a while, but I have a new way of putting it that was actually helped by being sick. And I'll tell you the concept first, and then I'll explain uh how I came to it or, or how I clarified it in the context of being sick. And so the, the concept is seeking stimulation versus seeking nourishment. Seeking stimulation versus seeking nourishment. So as I mentioned, I've been sick this week, and that means feeling generally less comfortable, and at times I've had quite a bit of trouble sleeping. And one thing that I noticed a little bit late in the game, because I realized I was doing it a lot, is I was pursuing a lot of short-term stimulation-type stuff, much more than usual. For example, I was looking at Instagram a lot and looking at Facebook a lot and just generally scanning my phone a lot more than than usual. And it was just interesting, like, why, why am I doing this? And then it, it struck me, oh, a big part of the reason I'm doing this is because I'm uncomfortable. And this brings up the relationship between discomfort and seeking stimulation, and particularly short-term stimulation. Now, this, this issue is, is a really big issue, and I want to I put it in, um, in context of something that we observe in the world, but don't fully appreciate how big a deal it is that... that Short-term stimulation is this huge phenomenon and I think a huge problem, but really, really embedded in our world. So think about, here's a question. What do the most successful companies in the world sell? Or what do some of the most successful companies in the world sell? You could say, well, Apple sells empowerment and Facebook sells connection and Netflix sells entertainment. YouTube sells all of the above. Google sells organized information. And and that's true that those things refer to the value that those companies create. But it's a little bit scary to think about, but I think this is true that that fundamentally so much of what these companies sell is stimulation. If you think about the context in which we use so many of these things, it's it's a state of mind that I sometimes call the void. And the void is, is a, it's a common state of uncertainty or lack of motivation 
and, and especially I'm focusing on today, discomfort. And it's a state where we kind of we want something to change. We're not sure what to do next. And in that state, stimulation becomes very, very attractive. And what we notice is that we're checking our iPhone all the time or on Facebook all the time. Or we we might have even watched one show on Netflix that was good, but then we ended up watching 10 of them and now we just feel uh, terrible. And there there's something – there's a real challenge here and I think it's really helpful to associate stimulation or the desire for a lot of stimulation uh, with discomfort um, because – then when we experience that discomfort, we can be aware that there's a tendency to look for stimulation, that that's a problem often, and that there might be a better way of, uh, of doing it. Now, it's not that stimulation is inherently bad at all, but these forms of short-term stimulation will lead to a kind of stimulation spiral. And it's the opposite of what I call altitude, which is having a high-level perspective on our lives and where we want to go and why we're doing what we're doing. It just, we go down these rabbit holes and we don't really feel like ourselves. And it, it, it's just, it's just the opposite most of the time of a flourishing type of experience, but it's very, very connected to discomfort. And what I have noticed over the years about discomfort is that when I'm in a state of discomfort or in the void and I feel like stimulation, that that is one of the most consequential moments in life because there's there's a certain thing that I can do in those moments that is is life-changing, at least for a given hour or a given day. And that is instead of seeking stimulation, is seeking nourishment. Now nourishment is an is an interesting word and, and I'm using maybe an expanded version of it, but just think the, the basic idea of nourish, nourishment is that your needs are fully met in a very complete way. And it usually, the, the base usage of it is, is food, like you have, but it's not just that you've eaten food, it's not that you're overfed, but you've, you're, you've eaten it in a way where your needs are really met. And I think of nourishment even more broadly as m- all of my needs are met. So it's meeting my material needs, and my mental needs. And I find it really helpful to think about, okay, especially if I'm in a state of discomfort, what's an action I can take that's going to nourish me, that's going to really meet my needs? Because if I'm in a state of discomfort, that means in some way I'm not nourished. And the the problem and the tragedy is that when we're in that state we feel like, oh, what we really need is some stimulation that'll temporarily get us out of that state. And no, but that really just keeps us in it and and has this kind of spiral and addiction to it. And the thing is, no, actually, when we're in that state uh, of discomfort where we feel like we need short-term stimulation, often what we need is we need to go to nourishment. So an example I experience uh, of this all the time is in the morning. So sometimes in the morning, I'll have an inclination of, oh, maybe I want to look at Facebook or maybe I want to look at Instagram or maybe I want to get who knows what, what else. And I have a routine in the morning of one of the first things I do is meditate. 
and I've talked about meditation and I do what's called transcendental meditation. And I, I actually, in a previous episode, I failed to mention you can learn about this. You can learn a pretty good version of this if you go to YouTube and look up Brendan Burchard release method of meditation or release technique of meditation, uh, B-U-R-C-H-A-R-D. He's got, um, he basically teaches transcendental meditation, so you can try that. But this is something I've found is incredibly nourishing. After I do it, I inevitably feel better, more energetic, higher altitude. But the interesting thing is often I do not want to meditate. I don't feel like it. Sometimes I feel like, no, that's even too hard. I just, I want to do something that's even easier. Like I want to eat some junk food or, and what I found is just that there's this, that it's such a powerful form of discipline to be in that state of discomfort and to, and to stop myself and to say, okay, no, it's, it's, you're in some way not nourished. It's time to go into nourishment. So it's time to meditate. Or if I'm, if I'm craving some, uh, junk food, that's almost always if I am in a state where I haven't eaten for a long time. Because I've talked in previous episodes, I eat a lot of potatoes in general. I feel really nourished. But if I'm if I'm away for that from that for too long, what'll happen is I'll start to have discomfort and then I'll just feel like, yeah, you know what I really need, what I really need right now is is ice cream. I just that's that's what I need. And it it's not true. I mean it's not really what I need. It's not what will nourish me, but I have that compulsion to be stimulated in that way. I don't fully understand what it is, but but that is just a super, super common state. And so it's such a powerful discipline in that case to say, okay, yes, I feel like ice cream, so why don't I reevaluate that after I've eaten my potatoes or whatever you find to be nourishing and healthy? Let me just do that and then see what happens. And then what happens is if I'm feeling nourished, then I'm not feeling that discomfort and then I'm not going to feel such a compulsion to have ice cream. Or even though I do decide to have ice cream, it's not going to be from the same de- uh, place of desperation. And then I can be a lot more moderate about that. So I just find this issue comes up everywhere. Um, there are just lots of moments in life where we have this, this choice, which we don't always experience as a choice, between stimulation and nourishment. And it's just so powerful to think in terms of nourishment. Now you might ask, how do I know what will nourish me? And there's a lot to say about this because in a sense, this is related to the whole question of what promotes human flourishing. But on a common sense level, you know a lot about what will nourish you. And a really easy way to get at that is just to ask, okay, how will I feel about having done this in five minutes or 10 minutes or five hours? And you'll start to, and what that captures is that captures that something that's nourishing has good long range consequences. doesn't mean it feels bad now. It might not feel the most immediately desirable, but it, it should in general feel good. But the key is I'll feel good about it and it'll contribute to me feeling good in the future. That's one dimension. The other dimension is just the wide range of it within my life in different aspects of my life, I'll feel good. So if I eat the healthy, nourishing food, then my mind will feel good. And if I rest my mind enough, then um, you know I'll have clarity later and I'll have more energy later. But it's just, it's, so it's, it's, I don't think it's that hard to figure out to a meaningful degree what will be nourishing. 
I think the hard thing is that we're trained to when we have any kind of discomfort or even just uh, a pause in life, we're we're taught at least by habit to seek short-term stimulation. And that can just have these dramatically negative consequences. And one thing I hope that what I'm talking about today adds to the discussion is that we don't just think in terms of, okay, let's not do that stimulating behavior, not primarily a negative, but in terms of a positive. Okay, what can I do that will be nourishing? And sometimes it's not the thing we immediately want to do, but Hopefully it's something that's not super undesirable to do. And so there's just a little bit of discipline and willpower to do that. But then once we do it, we're in a completely different mode. And if you just want to do an experiment, just take a day where you only give yourself access to healthy food and you sleep well and you don't have any kind of screens around you. And let's say you just have a book and a pad of paper and you just go around and take a walk. You're going to probably, you might get bored for a little bit, but at a certain point, you're going to have this feeling of, wow, I just, I just feel good. I just have this, this energy where I just, it's not exaggerated, but I just feel calm and I feel clear. I, I have a high level perspective on things. I can really think about my life. I, there's just so much, there's so much power and it's, it's um, in the moment you're feeling part of what it is. To, to flourish as a human being. You're really in, in many ways, in your best state. So that's an easy way to get out of it. Uh, but the key is it's not, it's not just that you're not doing those things, um, this, the super stimulating things, but also that you're, you're doing something uh, positive. So it's not just doing nothing, but it's, it's doing something pretty simple where all the basic options and ingredients are positive nourishing things. So one thing that would be interesting to hear about in the Facebook group is what are, you know, what do you find are some of, um, actually, I was going to ask a different question. I was going to ask, what do you find most nourishing? But maybe most more interesting is, um, do you have any tips or tricks for going from, um, for taking nourishing action instead of uh, the stimulating action, I think. Because I, I wonder if some of you may have really mastered this. I'm sure some of you are struggling with this. But it's just a really, really high leverage skill to when we're experiencing discomfort, when we're experiencing uncertainty, when we're experiencing boredom, to, to seek nourishment, not to seek stimulation. All right, that is it for today. As always, if you have any questions or comments, love mail or hate mail, you can email me at alex at alexepstein.com. Join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash human flourishing project. Always have a lot of interesting comments and keep those comments and questions going. And to get a weekly update, you should go to humanflourishingproject.com and enter in your email. All right. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Hope that you got some benefit out of that distinction between seeking stimulation and seeking nourishment. And I wish uh, myself a nourishing and health-promoting weekend, and I wish you a nourishing and flourishing week. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'm Alex Epstein. This has been The Human Flourishing Project.